Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class, a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and happy Friday. I'm Holly Fry. And I'm Tracy V. Wilson. Okay, I'm going to get it out of the way before we get into Caroline's story, because if you listen to Wednesday's episode, you might still be going, je m'excuse. Carrie Fisher wrote the Mata Hari episode of Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. And in it, that is Indiana Jones's first sexual experience. Whoa. So I don't know if I've seen all of that show. I remember watching it when it was on, and I remember being really disappointed when it wasn't on anymore. (laughs) But I also, like, there's a void in my mind of how much of it have I actually seen. Well, and, like, not everything sticks, right? So it's easy to forget stuff. But, yes, um, yeah, that's a good episode. Obviously playing fast and loose with uh, historical fact, but... Yeah. I also don't remember this episode in any way. (laughs) So either I saw... I mean, more and more of my life, I have no recollection of it anyway. (laughs) Right? (laughs) It comes to things from long ago. Yeah, she, I, uh, Carrie Fisher talked about having, having written that episode a few times, like when she would do interviews and stuff, and it's pretty interesting and fun. Um, <laughs> but to move to Caroline, which is, uh, you know, a little more serious. Yeah. Here is what I find so utterly, I don't know if it's compelling, but real a really interesting aspect of Caroline's story that is not really talked about much, right? Obviously, her husband was horrible. Yeah. He is one of the easier villains we've had. There's, like, not really anything redeeming about him. Yeah. We we don't swear on the show. <laughs> um, but there was a moment in the outline that I was just... I wanted to say a lot of very bad words. And it was, I mean, it was early on in oh, yeah. it. And I was just... Uh, yeah. Monster. He was yeah. an absolute monster. Yeah. Um, but there's an interesting thing. Historian Claire Tomlin 
wrote, uh, uh, she's written a lot of things, but she, in writing about Caroline, she makes a really interesting point, which is that she definitely seems to side on the the element of like Caroline was not having affairs with anybody because her own sexual experiences in her marriage were so bad, obviously, mm-hmm. that she wouldn't want to have anything to do with men romantically at all, mm-hmm. uh, which is an interesting take on it. It makes a lot of sense. Again, we don't really know for sure, but um, there's another aspect to the affair rumors with Caroline and Melbourne that make me think personally, these are two people that would not have wanted to have an affair. Mm -hmm. Because Lord Melbourne had already been involved in a pretty embarrassing affair scandal. Mm -hmm. Not of his, but of his wife. Um, And if you listen to Criminalia, you know this story, but Lady Caroline Lamb had a pretty public affair with Lord Byron while she was married (laughs) to Lord Melbourne. (laughs) Okay, I'm laughing because I'm like, how'd Byron get in this? Okay. He's everywhere. He's just everywhere. <laughs> Romancing whoever he can. Um, yeah. And he, I mean, it was very, very torrid and passionate. And then he was tired of her and moved on. And then she kind of stalked him for a long time and did some very creepy things in that enterprise. But like when he broke up with her, Lord Melbourne so completely scandalized and also like he took Lady Caroline to Ireland on a vacation though because she was such a mess at her boyfriend having broken up with her that her husband was like let's just get you some some rest (laughs) Um, (laughs) he probably would not have wanted anything to do with any kind of scandal after that and so that's another thing that kind of supports the like no they were probably just good friends yeah And I mentioned that there were letters that would be a lot more potentially damaging to have introduced during their court case. But, like, it's interesting because if you you read them with the bias of presuming that they had a sexual relationship, yes, they can be read as very scandalous. But if you think about it from the other point of view of, like, they were just very close friends and he was a mentor to her, then they feel like a very sweet, you know, incredibly loving and endearing thing. Mm-hmm. And however someone wants to interpret it is how they're going to interpret it. Um, sure. Which is the trick there. Um, this was such an upsetting thing to read about. Yeah. Because I feel like, I mean, domestic violence is always hard to read about, obviously. Right. And it is still a problem that men can abuse women. It goes the other way at times, but predominantly that's how it plays out. And people look the other way or they don't get involved. And in this case, like, there were a lot of witnesses to this person beating a pregnant woman, Uh burning a pregnant woman, being so violent he had to be restrained so she could run away. And, like, there was nothing to help her. Yeah. I think that incident with the tea kettle was what had made me almost just have it like a stream of obscenities onto the podcast. Right. This is when it's good that there's not a time machine because (laughs) I would be very, very prone to violence. Yeah. Which is not great, but like, Yeah. Well, and today, the dynamics of abusive relationships mean that it can be really hard for somebody who is being abused to get out. And 
she had so little legal recourse for anything that, like, I can barely even imagine, like, being in such an impossible situation and then also to have her children taken away and just to have no... No real way. That was really when my big, in the research phase, my big expletive explosion happened. When it was like, Mm -hmm. oh, this law is about to be passed that gives her more rights. I'm moving the kids to another country. Right. You deserve bad things to happen to you at that point. Yes. Um, And then, I mean, for it to play out exactly as she would have always feared, that there wasn't anybody caring for her kids enough and one of them died as a consequence. Right. Um, There are accounts that indicate that, and they weren't first-person accounts, so they're, like, interpreted, so I didn't want to include them, but that suggests that, like, William was very obviously sick and suffering for, like, a week before George got him any help. Mm Mm-hmm. The anger. The Mm -hmm. anger. Because I just, I don't, okay, hate your wife, whatever, that's horrible, but, like, it is its own thing. But then, like, to treat your kids that way is a whole other problem. Right. And it's just awful. Like, don't don't hate your wife. I'm not saying anything he did to his wife is okay by any means. Just, like, <laughs> but, like, there's a whole different dynamic in play as a parent that, like, I... I I know people mistreat their children. But, like, right. that's... I can't imagine... Again, I'm not a kid's person, and I cannot imagine watching a child suffer for a week and be like, ah, we'll see. No. Um, so, <laughs> so he's a monster, is the short version. I'm Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the United States? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. And every episode hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business, and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game. Revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's interesting to know, I when I was reading about it, I had heard of, of Caroline Norton before, and I knew that she advocated for divorce, mm-hmm. but I did not realize until I was doing this work that she did all that advocacy knowing it would never help her if they changed right, the law. Right, And that shifted my gears on how I perceived some of her work after mm-hmm. that, where I was like, oh, this isn't going to help her at all. She's just recognizing that this is a problem. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's often kind of um, funny to me that she is lauded as, like, a great feminist forerunner. And I'm like, well, kind of. Sure. Like, <laughs> kind of. I remember taking, uh, I mean, this has been so many years ago, like half my life ago at this point. But, like, I remember taking courses in college, like Women's Studies 101, and there was a, like, women women in literature course um, and we talked about the idea of, like, proto-feminism and how, yes. uh, like, a lot of historical figures, like, we can't really characterize as feminist because that concept, like, if you want to define feminist really broadly, sure. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> that concept didn't really exist. And a lot of individual aspects of a person's advocacy, like, could be seen as anti-feminist today, but, like, given the context when they were living and doing their work were, like, really groundbreaking. Yeah. Yeah, her, um, the the part that gets me is, that, like, her whole, like, oh, no, no, I'm not saying women are equal. Heavens, no, that's ridiculous. No. Oh, gracious, no. Um, so I'm like, oh, Caroline, so close. So close. Yeah. <laughs> but it does say a lot that she was able to uh, use her position even after, I mean, she had every right after the way that she was treated by the public uh, and particularly social circles to just be like, um, you all suck. I'm out of here. You're on your own. I'm going to go live quietly and write. Mm-hmm. And instead, she kind of put herself out there a lot, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> you know, obviously not intersectional feminism. No. <laughs> Um, and obviously, um, you know, very much in the heteronormative man-woman approach to marriage, but sure. still pretty pretty interesting, though, to me, uh, that she changed really not one but two significant laws that still had a long way to go after both of those, but that, those were both big steps forward. So it's uh, not a bad legacy. Like I said, I'm going to go visit her blue plaque in a couple weeks because I will be in London. Yeah. I'm going to hunt it down. I'm excited for your trip. I already have a local ready to point at it for me. Go, there it is. Right there. Now let's go to a pub. Uh, which sounds yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, we will do some fun stuff soon. Yeah. I'm sorry I keep doing really dark stuff. I don't, I don't know why those are the ones that I keep fixating on. I feel like we had a really long stretch of, like, our early, uh, early pandemic years, 
not comfort episodes, but like everyone was going through a lot. And I think you and I both felt like there was a cap <laughs> on what right. our minds could handle. And like now, the, like COVID still exists, but the level of like continual stress and chaos is a little bit different for a lot of people. And that's like freed up a few brain cycles to do some other yes. things with. Yes, although I promise I have some light plans ahead. Yeah. About yeah. murder! No, I'm kidding. I'm no. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, thanks for sticking with us through all the dark stuff, all of the criminal cases. Uh, we'll be right back here again tomorrow with, with a, a classic and then next week with new stuff and we hope that your weekend if this is your time off is wonderful and restorative and that you have a delightful time if you don't have time off in the next couple days i still hope you like get some sneaky time to do something fun for yourself because we Mm -hmm. all need it it's vital for our happiness uh we will be right back here like i said for you tomorrow and beyond Stuff You Missed in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game. Revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between, like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.